Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. My name is Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm so happy to have you join us from all over the world. Every single week, I see we have more and more people from all over the world, and I really appreciate you checking in and listening and hopefully learning something and sharing it with those people around you that you love. And today's show is just going to be about a fantastic journey that somebody took. Um, You know, it takes those tough times to get to those really great times, right? We always need to maybe fail a little bit to figure out the success. I, I always think about it with working out, which is appropriate for today's guest, where we take it, you know, you work out so hard, you go to failure, and that's how you succeed. We cannot succeed without failing. And this show is always about educating you on different topics, empowering you with that knowledge, and then going out to inspire others and for you too, so you can live a fearlessly authentic life. So my guest today, Connor Patrick, welcome to the show. Hi, Jody. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to share your story. It is um, a big one, and it is about losing over 100 pounds um, and sharing it on social media. And we're going to get into the whole thing, but let's start with what was going on in your life at the time? Take us back. Where were you? What was your mindset? What were the stresses in your life? What was going on in your head? So my whole life, I'd been pretty athletic. Um, I played college baseball, um, played all the sports in high school, and I got into nursing school. Uh, When I got in, I wanted to try to make the best of that program. And um, saw that I had a chance to finish number one in my class. So I completely devoted myself to my studies and um, really put my health to the side. So in that two years, I gained about like 70 pounds. Um, I would go to the gym and lift, but I never did any cardio. I really was like just eating whatever was there, which, um, I wouldn't say that was a big factor because being an athlete my whole life, I really did eat what was whatever there, but um, not working out as much as I did my entire life really made me realize that uh, that does play a huge factor because I blew up pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I've always taught my clients that 80% of what you feel like and you look like in your body has to do with food. Now, it also depends on your age and you're a man, so you have a lot of testosterone, so you could burn all that stuff off. And that's why we women um, are so jealous of all the testosterone you guys have, because it's not fair. But anyway, that's another story in another show. Um, So you realize that even though you were athletic, you had a lot of muscle on your body. Um, Did you even, I'm wondering, did you even think that you would 
gain the weight by just eating the crap that was around the house and just going and lifting, you know, kind of occasionally, did you think you would be able to maintain your physique? Um, I guess I just, I just was focused on different things. Like I had known that I was getting um, bigger. Like I noticed I had to keep buying bigger clothes, but also I had like this false sense of security because I was lifting a lot and like I was still getting stronger throughout nursing school. Like um, I ended up squatting 500 pounds at one point. So it wasn't like I was a full couch potato, but um, I just completely ignored what was happening to me, like BMI wise. And I would say in the last semester of nursing school, that's when I really started like being like, what have I done? But we're almost done with nursing school. So let's just finish and uh, complete the goal that we set out to do. And I had a plan for the day after I graduated, I was going to start. And that's exactly what I did. So it's interesting that you said you noticed that you were gaining the weight. It didn't really freak you out. You were like, okay, like, I know I'm gaining a little bit of weight. I'm not really working out that much. I'm really focused on my studies. And you didn't really just, but then all of a sudden, and that's what happens to a lot of people too. I mean, I've been in the fitness industry for almost 35 years. So you see it, I know, older than you are. And um, it, you you see it and somebody will turn around and I'm sure this is what happened to you, even as a young man, you turn around and you're like, what the heck just happened? But because you're so goal-oriented, it sounds like you always had a plan. Yeah. And I, and I, like, I always had a plan to get back in shape just because I realized I was getting unhealthy. Like when I went to the doctors, my blood pressure was getting higher. Um, I was getting really bad sleep apnea, but I, I would say I didn't realize how bad I was until I started getting in shape and I looked back. Like it was when I looked back at the old pictures that I was like, Whoa. Cause like when you look at pictures of yourself, and you're slowly getting worse. You're like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's what I look like. <laughs> Completely. And unless you are, you know, taking your measurements, checking your body fat, you mentioned BMI, uh, you know, checking yourself on a weekly or monthly basis, you don't realize it until maybe somebody points it out or you do look back once you start the journey. And the journey is so hard but you have to stay consistent. Um, so what you lost, you, you gained the weight, how much you had lost, gained like 75 pounds in nursing school. Yeah. And it's interesting that you brought up the BMI thing because I remember being in nursing school and we were going through like healthy and unhealthy BMIs. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I wonder what my BMI is. And it, I was over morbidly obese technically. And I literally was like, and like, I brought it to my dad and my dad's always been so supportive of me. And he's like, well, you're just really muscular. And I was like, oh, okay. Like just completely like brushed it off. <laughs> right. Right. It, it does. It's just scary how it creeps up on us and it, the numbers never lie. And that's what I always tell my clients also and tell myself, you know, I always hold myself accountable. And I think we just start feeling it. Maybe we don't see it yet, but inside we're like, you know what? I'm feeling a little mushy. I'm sure you were feeling that way too. I still feel strong AF, right? You still, yeah. like you said, you were still benching 500, right? 
like uh, squatting 500. Squatting. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I wanted to make sure. Um, squatting 500. So you're like, I'm still freaking strong. I'm good. I'm good to go. Like, let's go back to studying. So you start this journey. I what think, was the, go ahead. I think like uh, one of the scariest moments I had of being like, what's happening to me was the Thanksgiving before the June, when I decided to lose all the weight, I did the Thanksgiving 5k and um, my whole life I'd been in shape and I barely could do a 13 minute mile. My feet felt like they were going to explode. I, I honestly thought I was having a heart attack. And like when I was running the whole time, I was like, just don't walk, just don't walk. But I, was, I like, I proudly ran a 13 minute mile, which was cool because the next year I ended up holding a seven minute and 10 second pace for the same exact race. Wow. Wow. So was that the turning point? Was that race the turning point? Or was that part of one of the things that made you think I, I need to take control of my health right now? I know that I'm putting school yeah, that was, first. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was like, I was like, we've come way too far with school. We cannot give up on this because I, I have some serious setbacks to get over when this is all over. So I don't want it to have been for nothing. What can you suggest to people who are listening right now who, whether it's weight loss or it's any kind of journey, they, they're ready to um, take on, that what, what were the words in your head that said, that kept you so determined? How did you, how did you say you weren't going to quit? You were just going to keep going. You were going to stay true to this goal of taking care of your health when the day after you finished nursing school? So I, I did a couple of things that I knew would help me along the journey. Um, I have always known that you can't always depend on the scale, like, cause muscle does weigh more than fat. So when the very first day that I decided to start this journey, I weighed my, I weighed myself. I took progress pictures. I took measurements of my true waist and then my waist, and then my hip. And I did all of those once a week, because sometimes you do gain weight, but then everything else changed. And if, if all you're looking at is the scale, you could get easily discouraged. Very. So that was yeah. one of the big things I did. I'm glad you mentioned that because again, that is something that I've been talking about for a long, long time, that it can't just be one thing that you do, that you do have to check all of those things, the body fat, the body mass, the the measurements and the pictures, pictures don't lie. And you can see it in your before and after pictures, which I posted and I'll post after this show also, it must have, how did it feel to take that first picture? My first picture, I... I mean, I, like I said at the time, I like I was like, oh, I know I'm out of shape, but I also was like, this is me, you know. So it wasn't it wasn't until I started seeing the progress that I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do to myself? Right. Like I I was always I was always happy in my skin, and like I said, I was always lifting, so I was a strong kid, so I always had this mindset that like, oh, I am in shape, I'm just not in, in like a certain type of shape, you know. Right. So what was the first thing you did? So it's the day after nursing school. What do you do? <clears throat> so it's, it's a day after nursing school. And I, I spent the whole day thinking of what am I going to do? I had done CrossFit before. I had tried the dieting thing. 
I always hated diets. <clears throat> and then um, my family owned, sorry, my dog's jumping on me. <laughs> Oh, let's My see the dog. Owned. Let's see. Let's see. This is Yeti, this is right? Yeti. Oh, yeah. hi. oh, wow. It's a he or a she? He. He's he, an English he's, cream golden retriever. He's gotten so big already. I know. He's a good boy, though. <laughs> he's so cute. That's all right. Don't worry about it. He can jump on your lap. <laughs> so I, and then my family had um, the Peloton bike and they they had it for pretty much the whole time I was in nursing school, but I only like did it here or there. and. Um, I was like, you know what? This is in the house. I'll give it a week, try, like, see how it goes. If if I like it, cool. If I don't, I'll just figure something else out. But like, I I just want to start doing something that I can stay consistent with. So that day, I told myself I was going to do at least thirty minutes of cardio every single day, and um, it didn't matter if uh, if I felt like crap that day or if I felt great I was just gonna get on it and give it my best effort of the day I wasn't gonna like go out of my comfort zone and I wasn't gonna like half-ass it if I knew I could do more and so I finished the first whole week and before I did my I felt like that was the craziest part I didn't like I wasn't sore or anything and I was like my whole life, like, I'm like, oh, like to get in shape, you got to be sore. You got to have shin splints. Like you, like Mm-mm, your body's no. got to feel wrecked. So like I, the, the week finished and I was going to be weighing myself and do everything the next morning. Cause I tried to do it at the same time on every Sunday. And all of a sudden I'm down like 16 pounds. And I was like, wait, so you're telling me that I lost all this weight and I don't feel like death. So it was like, on top of the motivation of like, I want to get in shape. It also like was like um, something that I knew I could stick with because I knew I wasn't going to be miserable doing it. You strike me as so goal oriented. It's with everything. Are you like this with everything? Um, I try to, if I, if I say I'm going to do something, I, I really like, I have a hard time getting off the goal. Um. I promised myself at the beginning of this that I was going to work out every single day for six months and see how far I got. It was never, I wanted to lose 100 pounds. It never was, I wanted to look a certain way. It was just, I was, I wanted, it was more of like an experiment with myself of if I could push myself every single day for six months, like what will I look like and how will I feel? So that's, that's the biggest thing was for me. Cause I remember December 6th was the six month marker. And I was so excited to weigh myself and everything. And I actually went down to the Peloton studio in New York and met my favorite instructor. Um, when I went there, I was, Who was, that? I was sitting in the Olivia motto. I was oh, sitting I in her. the, um, in the waiting room and the people that work there, they're like, Oh, you look really happy. Cause I went alone. And I was like, yeah, I am really happy. Like I, I can't wait to tell Olivia, how much she changed my life. And they're like, oh yeah, like probably hearing that all the time. Right. And I was like, and I was like, oh, happy. And I was like, showed my progress pictures. And I was like, yeah, I lost a hundred pounds. And they immediately like called her. She came out and I got to meet her right then and there. It was so cool. So in the six months you lost 100 pounds. 106 pounds. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That, that is determination. It really is. If what would you tell people who are on the same type of 
journey as you. They've gained some weight. They don't feel great in their body. What would be the top five things you would tell them to do in order to feel better in their body, lose the weight, whatever the goal is? Because as you said at the beginning, you knew you needed to lose the weight, but it was more about, I want to feel strong and healthy in my body also. And you knew by taking off the weight, of course, that was going to help you feel strong and healthy. But what would be like the top five things you would suggest to somebody who's starting this journey themselves? Um, I guess like right off the top, you called me out for being goal oriented, but like setting out like little goals, like always having goals. Like when you, when you are working towards something, it's a little bit easier. Like if you just say, I want to get in shape, it's, it's not as easy as saying like, I want to run 10 seconds faster on my mile time, or I want to be able to bench this much more within the month, you know? And then um, I love I that. So get really specific, right? Very specific. Yeah. Okay. But, but obtainable goals, like, yes, realistic. If, if you're, if you run a 10 minute mile, don't be saying, I want to be able to run a six minute mile within a month. Like that's, yeah. it's just not going to happen, but it could happen in six months or a year. Sure. Um, and then my biggest thing that I tell everybody, especially on, uh, whenever I do lives on my social media or I post like my stories it's all about consistency and just doing something that you like. My outlet was Peloton, but that doesn't mean that I'm saying you need to do that. Like if you like CrossFit, if you like a personal trainer, if you like just doing it yourself, that's okay too. But it has to be something that you can get up and do every single day. That's like I by far the biggest thing I tell everybody. Completely agree with you. Um, uh, you have to you have to enjoy it because eventually, like a job, and we're going to talk about what you do for a living, um, like anything in life, after you're doing it for a while, you might tire of it. So find something that really lights you up that you look forward to doing it because I am sure that there were days that you got on that bike that you were thinking, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't want to half-ass it because I've got a goal that I want to reach. And a lot of people don't feel that way, Connor. A lot of people won't get on the bike. They'll be like, ah, screw it. I'll get on it tomorrow. I'll double my time the next day. But the consistency is, is probably the most crucial thing, the goal, and finding that thing that you like. For me, I'm not a runner. I've never run. But if I had clients that love to run, go run as long as you do it consistently. I totally agree. And when I was heavy, I, like I said, when I ran that Thanksgiving mile, like it was just too hard to run at that weight. Right. Um, so it was great that I had the bike, but um, it's important to like stay true to yourself. And like I, there was times I was getting tired of the bike, but luckily yeah. the Peloton also 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 offers like running and strength stuff. So like if you are with a trainer, like make sure you give them the heads up. They're like, I am starting to get bored of this. Can we change it up? Like it's, it's okay to change what you're doing as long as you're doing it. Right. That's great advice. What did you tell yourself on the days that you really didn't want to get on the bike? When you said, I'm going to get on the bike every single day at this time. What, what did you tell yourself when you didn't want to? Was that ever so an they, option for I, you? So I think like the first month, obviously, like I was, since I was so out of shape, I had the biggest like weight loss. So at that, that entire month, it was like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. Like I love working out. 
And then like months two to like three, like it didn't like it, it just felt like my body wasn't clicking as much. So what I would tell myself is like, just get over the hump. My dad always told me, cause my dad is big into weightlifting. He's still like can bench more than me. He's 60 years it. old. I don't understand it, but he always hey, told 60, me that. We 60 year olds are really strong because you know what? I bet your dad has been working out as long as I've been working out probably for 40 years. Right. Yeah. He's, he's huge into it, but he always told me that it's not the good days that you get stronger. It's the bad days that you get stronger. It's the days that you don't want to be there. And if you don't get through the bad days, you never do have the good days. So I just, I just kept telling myself, like, just do it. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like I, at a certain point when I started to get in better shape, I did put the picture of myself when I looked my worst as the background of my phone to look at it. Cause it was like, not only do I not want to look like that ever again, but I want to put myself in a situation where that's not even like a possibility. Like I, the point I'm at right now in my life, I can't even imagine gaining 50 pounds, let alone now I've lost 120 pounds. So I can't even imagine gaining all of that. No, I'm sure, I'm sure that you won't because you, you've been there, done that. So that was the motivation. You'd look at the picture and say, okay, keep going, keep going. Yes, I, I think I always compared myself to me, which was huge. Wow. I don't hear a lot of people say that. And, you know, they talk about comparative people comparing themselves on social media a lot because it happens. You scroll, you compare yourself. And I don't know if it happens with men as often as I hear about it happening with women, but it it is so important that you do not compare yourself with other people, their progress, their life, but you compare yourself with you. How do I want to feel? What goals do I want to reach? How do I see myself living my life? And you look back and you say, that was then. And I took action. I took these steps to change my life forever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think what really got me over the hump was when I started getting in great cardio shape I told myself let's see what this body can do so I started signing up for 5k's I signed up for my first half marathon and like that was also a big push too because it was like I've been competitive my whole life and I was like I'm not going to go and put myself in a scenario like that where I'm not going to be put it on a damn show, you know, Absolutely. like I'm going to do I'm, the best I'm gonna, I can. Right. Setting yourself up to win, to, to reach that goal again. So yeah, you're super goal oriented. So what was at the beginning and, and during the whole journey, what was your mindset? Were you sad or were you hopeful? Um, I was never sad, but I think I was, I was, I was truthfully excited. I was so happy with the way, the I direction that. I was going. Um, I was sleeping better. Uh, work was getting much less stressful for me. Um, I, I was able to like, I was finding myself doing little things more like I was, I was not taking the shuttle when I was parking in the parking lot at work. I was taking the stairs and I wasn't even like saying like, let's do this. I just was doing like, like, uh, one habit kept leading into another habit, which kept leading into another habit. And it just, it's crazy how the domino effect just from one little push of like, I'm going to stay consistent changes your entire life. Absolutely. You know, again, you talk, you talk about setting the goal. Here's my plan. 
the day after nursing school, I start changing the way I feel in my body. Here's the goal. How am I going to get there? These are the steps. These are the actions I'm going to take to get there. And you did everything you said you were going to do. I am sure that so many people have reached out to you and have said, hey, can you help me? You've inspired me. How does that make you feel? Uh, and honestly, like it, it makes me feel like just shell-shocked. Like um, I just recently went to Nashville with my girlfriend and people came up to me and they were like, they're like, you're Connor Patrick. And I was like, um, yeah. And they were like, we're so inspired by your story. We're from Michigan. And I was like, where am I right now? Is this real? <laughs> wow. Wow. It's and then they started amazing. telling me like their fitness journey. And I was like, this is so crazy. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that, right? I mean, you just, and we're after we're going to be taking a break in a few minutes and we're going to get into how you started sharing your journey on TikTok. But even when we first spoke before you were on the show a few weeks ago, uh, we, you told me a, a part, you know, you told me your story and you inspired me because I dislike cardio and I've been working out like your dad for 40 years. I've been lifting weights. And I suck up that cardio and I would get on the treadmill every day before there were bikes in the gym and so on back in the 80s and 90s and way back when. And I I will do everything I can do to avoid doing cardio because, you know, we, we burn fat and calories while we're lifting weights also. But I want to tell you that you inspired me. I'm doing a 30-day challenge with my daughter, 30 days for 30 minutes on the bike. And you know what? Every time I think about not getting on that bike, I think, okay, I have to send a text to my daughter. And if Connor could do it, damn it, I could do it. So you've inspired me, Connor. And I've been in this Hell field yeah. forever. <laughs> so thank you. Do you feel like you have more energy? That was the biggest thing that I felt. You know what? It's not necessarily, I always have a lot of energy. I think for me, it's just, I feel stronger I just feel stronger. I feel that sense of accomplishment is very, very important to me. It sounds like it's that way to you. It sounds like we're wired similarly. That sense of accomplishment, it could just be a blue ribbon. It doesn't have to be anything big. It's just, hey, I did this, right? Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break right now. Uh, and please stay with us to talk to Connor about his fame on TikTok and what it was like to be an ICU trauma nurse during the height of the pandemic, what it's like now. And we will be back in a few minutes. Thanks for it. For tuning in, guys. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. 
The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody. I'm with Connor Patrick, and we are talking about his weight loss journey, and we're going to get right into TikTok and men's health and Access Hollywood and what he does for a living. And so, Connor, you are a surgical trauma ICU nurse. Correct. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said that right. So I, I'll deal with anything like from small bowel obstructions to gunshot wounds to car accidents, any anything like that. So not I, I can't do blood. Like it just it is the last field I would ever be in. But thank you so much for devoting your life to helping other people get well. I God bless you, really, seriously. Um, and you just took a big, big test, right? Yeah, I, I just uh, actually yesterday passed my CCRN, which is like a huge thing. Um, uh, it's the um, the certificate that you get um, working in the ICU. You have to work in the ICU for um, a certain amount of hours, and then it's it's like um, a really really hard test. It's it's kind of like your licensure test, but it's focused just on your practice. So this one's the CCRN, so it's just focused on critical care. So the full thing for CCRN is critical care registered nurse. That's great. So. Congratulations. I know you were really Thank excited you. to pass that. So what's next? You're going to go for your medical degree? Um, I, I would like to go back to school at some point. Um, I am looking forward to just like Can having I? a bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been so go, go, go forever that it, it, it does feel good to, to stop and just smell the roses at least once in a while. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But somebody like you probably doesn't do that often. I know I have to stop a lot to, it, it takes a lot of focus for me to do that. So what was yeah. it like um, as a nurse at the height of the pandemic? What, what, just share what was going on. 
And were you losing your weight during that time as well? Or had you lost all your weight? What was going on in your life then? Um, I'm glad you brought that up because so I lost all the weight in December, right before that March that they declared a pandemic. And um, I actually signed up to do a half marathon on my birthday, which was March 28th. And it got canceled because of the pandemic. But my friend and I, we decided to still run it by ourselves because we trained for it. Um, And then we didn't know what was going on, really. It was so early in the pandemic that um, I moved out of my place pretty much like overnight. Um, I was lucky enough to... um, dog is crawling over his lab so (laughs) (laughs) to be able to move in with my sister who um she was also working with the public so she wasn't terribly worried that I was getting exposed to COVID patients but it just it just stunk to have to move out of my house um and then um I think one of the huge things I don't know if you can um confirm or deny but when you when you're a goal-oriented person and you get your goal, until you set that next goal, there's like that in-between stage where you just you just start to not like fall off, but just like drift away. So it was just bad timing because um, all the gyms closed, um, like working all the time and, and work was already stressful as it was being an ICU nurse. But now I'm taking care of these patients that are like, close to my age and I'm watching pass away. And like, mm. I'm like, am I going to get this? Like, cause we don't understand it at all. Right. So I was coming home, especially exhausted. And then I found myself not really working out as much as I was just cause, um, I had moved out. So I didn't have access to the Peloton. The gyms were closed and I, I didn't like get out of shape per se. I just wasn't in the shape that I was. Um, so one of the things that happened to me in the, in a, about the middle of the end of summer was I just, I just was starting to feel this, like in, this anxiousness, like not like anxiety, but like, I knew that working out was a big stress reliever for me. And like, I, I just needed something to do. There was nothing to do. Like, like right. uh, I'm sure everybody was in the same um, boat as me. And one of the really popular things that was going around on social media for people my age that I'd seen was this thing called the 75 hard challenge. And um, just like a quick overview of that is it's 75 days. You work out twice a day, two 45 minute workouts a day. You drink a gallon of water. You take a progress picture every day and you, um, you go on a diet, whatever diet you want. And then, like I said earlier, I'm not, a big person on diets. When I lost all my weight the first time, I never dieted. So I picked the easy way out. I I said, I'm going to do a calorie deficit, Mm -hmm. but working out two 45 minute workouts a day, it's pretty easy to get a calorie deficit. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I did that when I was competing for shows, the two weeks out from the show, I would work out twice a day, do cardio twice a day. So I can't imagine doing that for 75 days. And going back to that lost feeling, I want to finish what you were saying, but going to that lost feeling because you're so goal-oriented, it's goal, achieve, goal, achieve, goal, achieve, pandemic. Oh, okay. Mentally, physically exhausted, not living in your home, not access to something you were familiar with, lost, lost, lost. What do I do? Well, I'm kind of good where I am right now. And then you get 
to the point you're like, no, I'm not good. I need another goal. And that's when you find this, this new one, right? Yeah, I can feel it just like, I, it's hard to explain, but when you just have that like anxiousness, like I just, yes. I felt I needed an outlet. And this was the perfect outlet because one of the 45 minute workouts, rain or shine has to be outside. So not only was I like finding a way to stay true to myself, but I was getting outside. I felt like a lot of us during the pandemic were just like staying inside and really not doing anything. So it was awesome. Right. 75 days straight, I'm getting outside. Um, and right, right when I started that challenge was also when I made a TikTok. So that's when okay. <laughs> my story started to get out there like crazy. And I was in shape, but working out that much was when I got really cut. Um, so that's the that's after picture I, that I shared is that, that, that really cut yeah. out picture. Okay. So did yeah, you go on? that was crazy because that was... Go ahead. That was only an additional 15 pounds off to go from my losing the 100 pounds to the end of 75 hard. That was only 15 pounds. And you could see every one of my abs when I was done with the 75 hard challenge, which was crazy to me. That was what you needed to take you to the next level. And that's usually when, you know, if you're involved in fitness competitions or any kind of goal, physical goals, you need that one next thing to take you that to that utmost level, sort of like what you did just taking this test, right? You just needed to take it to one more level of achievement to see what it is that you could actually get to. What what can my body, what can my mind and body? Because your mind must have been shifting too. I mean, you don't reach those kind of goals, Connor, without doing a mind shift. So that was what was going through your head. I've got to find a new goal. Is that correct? And then you. That's correct. And like one of the, one of the helpful things for me when I was doing that challenge was I didn't do the challenge saying like, Oh, I want to get a six pack when I'm done with this. It was, I want to crush every single day and test this body as hard as I can. And getting in shape was the bonus because that challenge is not a physical challenge. It's supposed to be a mental challenge. You're supposed to see how far you can point like push yourself mentally and working these 13 hour shifts, having to find a way to get two 45 minute workouts in. Like it's, it's really tough. Like my, I can't tell you how many times, like I would be um, texting my girlfriend and she would be like, what are you doing right now? And I'd be like, Oh, I just got to the track. And she'd be like, it's 1115 at night. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. I got to get my out- outdoor workout in. Wow. You are really dedicated. And I want everybody listening to understand that if there's ever a goal that you have, you have to be dedicated to it. You need to be determined. You need to be tenacious. You need to be dedicated, consistent. Everything that we're talking about, you would not have reached these goals. And it is the mindset shift that needs to take place first. Where the mind goes, the body flows. And you can't just push your body without being there mindfully, right? I know. And I, and I think one of the tough things, I did try my hardest to share the 75 hard challenge on my, on my TikTok. But I think the hardest thing to get across to people is you look at the first picture and you look at the last picture and I look so happy in the last picture. But there were so many in-between pictures where my eyes were bloodshot. My face was just completely depleted. Like I was exhausted. Like it, it was a very hard challenge. Like it's, it's something that like takes it out of you. And 
And I think people have to remember that fitness journeys or any life goal, like if it's worth having, it's not going to be easy. Thank you. For it really that. isn't. Thank you. It's not any goal reach worth reaching does take a lot of effort and sweat and tears. And there are a lot of tears. It's not easy, but who said reaching goals are, whether they are fitness or work or whatever it is, or relationship goals, anything you need to work hard. So going back to TikTok, you, you get on TikTok. This is your first time getting on there and you're like, hey, what the heck? I'm going to start sharing this journey. And then what happens? So so the whole TikTok thing started was my niece, she is 18 years old and she obviously is with all that stuff. And she was making TikToks and and she actually had me make a TikTok to be a, to just be an additional follower to her. <laughs> like so she had more followers. And um, so I had the TikTok for like two weeks and then I was on my way home from work and I just like, was like, ah, I'm going to make a TikTok. So I, I had my phone that was like on the windshield and I just was lip syncing like some random Morgan Whalen song and that got like 50 K views. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll start posting more stuff. So then I posted, um, a transition video that I had, it's don't try to look for, it. I had to take it down. Cause I, I just didn't want my work uh, embroidery on, on anymore, but I had my scrubs when I was heavier and then I did a transition to my scrubs now. And that got like almost 2 million views. And that's when like everything started taking off. And my, um, my sister was like, why don't you just share your entire story? And I was like, I don't know. Like, are you sure? Like, I don't want people to be like, to think I think some sort of way myself. And, and my sister was like, no, like, I think people will like find strength in your story, like share yes. it. So I started yes. sharing it and that's when everything started changing. That's when um, my followers jumped up a lot. That's when men's health reached out to me and access Hollywood reached out to me to interview me. Um, and like pretty much like my life changed in like a blink of an eye, but the whole time it was, it was just like a little bit weird to me because I was like, I did this goal. I completed it like nine months earlier. So I was sharing it nine months late. So everybody's giving me all these congratulations, which like, obviously it was, it was an awesome feat, but I, but I was like, Oh, I'm already over that high. Like I already like, so I, I more saw more so saw it as trying to help other people because I wasn't really looking for the Congratulations. You weren't I looking for was the like, adoration. You weren't looking exactly. for anybody to say, good job, Connor, because you had already gone through that already. Exactly. So, and I'd already accepted this was the new me. Like yes. this, I'd already been like, I'm not going anywhere. So like, I don't need you to be like, great job. You know, well, like I, 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 I hardly read the comments when I, when I post uh, TikToks, like when I do see them, they're generally very, very sweet. But like, I, I'm very, I'm not doing it for myself. Like I just, it's when people come up to me and they tell me how my stories changed yes. them. That really just makes me, it fires me up really. Right. And you have all these excited. followers. What do you have? Like almost 700,000 followers, I think it is. And, yeah. and it's, you don't really think that you're having an impact on anybody's life until, like you said, when you were in Nashville, somebody was like, are you Connor Patrick? You're like, wait. 
maybe what I'm doing is, is helping other people. And it's, it, thank goodness your sister said, share your story. And it feels a little uncomfortable, right? Because I know that I've shared a bunch of my stories on, I got on TikTok when my daughters told me I'm too old to be on TikTok. And you start sharing things and you're thinking, ah, oh, nobody's going to care. Who's going to care? Yeah. But it could just be that one person that that says something to you and you think, okay, then I've got to keep going. And by the way, I want to mention that your your video that went viral, not the 2 million one, but 7.5 million views. That's friggin' crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. How did that make you feel? That made me feel really good. Um, and then I I shared with you previously the the one that Access Hollywood found of me, that one that got 16 million views. That one was like... Wait, I didn't know about that one. That, that was the one that was, went from graduation to wearing my scrubs, and that's how they found me. And that one was crazy because my phone battery almost died within an hour because of the notifications. Wow. I had no idea. So what was it like to be on Access Hollywood, Men's Health? Take me through that. Um, I mean, truthfully, like it's it's similar to being with you right now. I'm I'm oh, just talking about, about myself and I'm just having a conversation and trying to really give insight on what was going through my mind at the time. Um, I... When I did the men's health, it was, um, it was an article. So that was very, um, like easy, but then the access Hollywood, like the whole time I was like, ah, that's whatever I'm just doing. I'm just talking about myself. And then for whatever reason, as soon as like I got on camera, I felt like this, like, (gasps) cause I was like, this is going to be on national TV. But, uh, that feeling quickly went away because, um, everybody there was, was very relaxing to talk to and. And again, I was just talking about myself. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing some test. I was just talking about my life, you know? Right. That's what I tell everybody who comes on the show. There's nothing, there are no trick questions. You're going to be talking about things that you know, and that you are passionate about. And uh, I had something similar when I was on Good Morning America and, you know, being nervous, you're like, wow, I'm really going to be, but yeah, as soon as you start talking the butterflies kind of go away, but it's kind of good to have some butterflies at the very beginning. So the biggest takeaway from all of this, being in nursing school, putting your health to a side, to the side, um, balancing everything. What are some things that you learned and you would tell people, you know, if somebody said to you, if I knew this before then, I would do this. Or I wish I, how about I wish I knew this before I went to nursing school, for example. What would you say? Um, I, I, I would say that it would have been a little bit easier if I focused on my diet. But like I said, this whole journey, I've, I've always been, I guess, stubborn of like, I don't need to diet. I'm not going to diet. But I if I had just focused a little bit more on my diet, I don't think I would have like gotten as um, bad. Um, and then for everybody else, like I know we all make fun of the, when somebody gets out of shape, they're like the diet starts Monday, they call it up to them. Cause I kept saying that. Right. And I guess you could say that happened to me, but there's two ways to look at that. Like if you, like I understood my goals. I understood 
that I was putting it off, but I was putting it off for a reason. I wasn't putting it off because I was lazy. So if you're going to put it off, make sure it's for a reason and make sure that like when it's game time, like you're going to really buckle down. Like, um, don't start half into it when it's, when you're going to start dive into it, because if you keep going and quitting and going and quitting, that's when it, that's when it really sucks. That's when it gets hard because that, I don't know how I got so lucky when I was doing the Peloton and I didn't get that sore stage in the beginning, but the sore stage is the worst. And if you keep putting yourself through that, you're always going to be like, yeah, working out sucks. Like, of course I don't want to work out. I'm always sore, but like now here I am, I work out every day and I can't remember the last time I got sore. No, I don't, you know? I don't get, I don't get sore either. If I get a little sore, I'm like, Ooh, that felt good. But again, yeah. I've been working out for 40 years. I know what sore feels like. And I know that if I'm not consistent and I'm not committed and I'm not dedicated to staying healthy and fit and feeling strong in my body and my mind, because the biggest, what people do not understand about fitness, and this is about life as well, is that it is, it is strengthening your mind muscles also. It's not just, you have to think about, okay, I'm taking that dumbbell and I'm going to do a bicep curl. And you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to do how many reps? How many sets am I going to do? When am I going to go to failure? When am I going to start lifting heavier? You have to think about those things. I think people forget that it's so much of a mindset, which we've discussed already, but even in nursing school, you've got, it's a mindset. I'm determined to be number one in my class, which by the way, you achieved. Yeah, I was, I was very happy. I, I was a valedictorian and then I also won the um, clinical excellence award. So I, I really pushed myself, but it paid off, which was awesome. Wow. That is, that is amazing. And congratulations again. So who inspires you during this whole process, everything? Who's the person or who are the people that inspire you? Um, so I guess like in the beginning, I just kept comparing myself to me. But when I did the 75 Heart Challenge, there one of the aspects is you have to read 10 pages of either like a self-help book or a healthcare book or about somebody's life. And I decided to read Matthew McConaughey's book. Mm. and. I, I think I like a lot of what he said was he said who motivates him is his himself in 10 years. And like, I think about that all the time now. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I want to make that Connor in the future, the best Connor. Mm -hmm. So I'm always thinking like, if that Connor is going to be the best, like I can't take it easy today. I can't like study a little bit harder, get that, certificate or like half-ass today with my family or my friends like so that that's really what motivates me is what what can I do to create a better life for Connor 10 years down the road from there you know because that's what he said and and I, I just I think about it all the time like why why not find inspiration in yourself like why do I have to find inspiration in somebody else and not in a cocky way but like more of like a of building yourself for a better future way. I just love that. I am going to keep that. I I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And we are coming to the end of the show. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. 
before I ask you this question, I just want to um, shout out how can people reach you on social if they need to on where where you are. Um, so I am on on TikTok and um, Instagram. My TikTok is Connor Patrick twelve, and then my Instagram is Connor Patrick twenty four. Um, I try my hardest if you tag me in TikToks, especially about your life, your uh, fitness journey, to reply. Just because like I I love that you guys think that um, my journey helped you, and then um, if you try to DM me on Instagram, I try really, really hard to respond, but it, I'm sure, you know, like, it's just hard to sift through sometimes. It is. Um, I would say like, if, if you are trying to share your journey with me or anything, just tagging me in your, your TikTok videos is the easiest way to get my attention. Okay. Thank you. And last question, what does it mean to live a fearlessly authentic life? Um, I would say like, just always being true to yourself, like, and, um, knowing that it's okay to have bad days. Like, like I, I look at myself and I, I think of myself as a very in shape person now, but I still am okay with like, I had a bad day at work or whatever. And I'm just going to walk on the treadmill today. Like I, that's going to be my cardio is I'm just going to go through the motions and just get out there. Like as long as you're being true to yourself, like, what, what do you really have to lose? Like, it's your life right. and, and nobody's telling you to do it. I mean, nobody really cares either. Like they, it- they love the comeback story, but they really, if you start to fall, like you also start to just fade away. Like they, everybody loves the comeback story. And, um, I, when I posted my 75 hard challenge, my, my, uh, caption for that was, Don't tell people what you're going to do. Show them your results. I love that. I love that. You um, were such an inspiration today on this show. Thank you so much for joining us on Fearlessly Authentic. And for everybody listening, please share, subscribe, like, send me messages, everything. And um, we'll see you next week. Connor Patrick, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you. 